Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. Great job, James. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew A. makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 205, baby! I think I would have learned my intro by now, but it's fell out of my brain. How are you, Johnny? I'm doing well. It felt real good to see someone else mess up the intro because I, I truly, usually am the one who does it. Yeah, I truly don't know how I normally say it and I might never say it correct ever again. So, it's a new era yeah. dawning here on the podcast. It gets in your brain. Like I can't figure out a way to not confuse uh film from food and television and that's just how it is in my brain now. Yeah, and and it's really interesting how something so simple can just get knocked out of your brain. Something you've done so many times can get knocked out of your brain by like the simplest things. Have I ever told you just about the other day? The, no, no, the, go ahead. The intro to Doug, you know, like the scatting at the end of Doug, the theme song to to Doug. Sure. I used to be able to do that perfectly, and then one day somebody said, "Hey, you're really good at that." After I did it, and I was never able to do it ever again. That's very fun. It knocked it right uh, out of my brain. I can't do it. Don't ask me to do it. I won't do it. It's crazy how those things work. Uh, so I saw a tweet yesterday. It was Noah Garfinkel tweeted. He said, did you know there are words to the Indiana Jones theme song? And it was a picture of Dr. Pepper and then Mr. Pibb and then Dr. Pepper again and then uh, a fourth soda. So then you, and it, it's Mountain Dew. So you just think you're you're seeing it. And as you're seeing it, I'm like, this is going to be cemented in my brain because you just go, Dr. Pepper, Mr. Pibb, Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew. And I watched it. I'm like, well, that's in there forever now. <laughs> and now um, you've infected in- me with it as well. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? Speaking of in here forever, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Ladies and ge- gentlemen, please welcome uh, Mr. Joe Strick. Boom, no, bitch. That wasn't, no, that wasn't it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's more complicated. What's up? Doug Funny here. I'm grown up now, and I'm an incel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was Doug pretty Funny good. Here, that I was been... at the Capitol. <laughs> oh, no. He probably was. Doug Funny, here's, here's here's what we know about Doug Funny. He's definitely at least partially incel because a girl won't uh, sleep with him, right? And it's well, only middle school. He was definitely there with Patty Mayonnaise. Can you imagine a more white name than Mayonnaise? <laughs> For a non-white person. Uh, but I will say this. Uh, here's the thing about Doug Funny. No, I had I had thought I had something and I lost it because I was too busy thinking <laughs> of the goddamn Indiana Jones theme song. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? I found out recently that Doug is a cartoon. <laughs> yes, that's correct. I'm uh, just a guy who didn't know. Hi, right. boys. Thanks for having me on your show that I love to be on once this Thank time. you so much for being here. <laughs> also, thank you for doing every uh, all the episode descriptions and all the legwork for this podcast. Not all of the episode guest. descriptions. Not that's all. St- you're right. Statistically you're right. half of the, Actually, I'm going to say a notch more than half. I, I think it's like a 51-49 split at this point. It might be at this point. <laughs> uh, what percentage of... This will be a fun, more fun percentage. What percentage of the ones that go out on time? Uh, How dare you? How dare you throw <laughs> yeah. that in my face? Uh, that's fun. Look what we're airing on the podcast. Our dirtiest of laundry. <laughs> Whatever. I blame yeah. I blame the editor for putting it up at two in the afternoon and not the normal ten PM like like he regularly <laughs> yeah. does. It was my fault for giving you too much time. Yeah, yeah. You were you were too good at your job and that made me look even worse. It's not fair. <laughs> 
I'm going to have to decide with the uh, defendant on this one, Johnny. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I shouldn't have brought it up on air. The The listener doesn't want to hear us in our biggest fight we've ever been in. Yeah, you can't see you can't see it, but we're all currently uh, charging spirit bombs above our heads to bring down on one another, Dragon right. Ball Z style. That's a different show, which is also a cartoon. <laughs> yes, and here's the thing. Cartoons is it's the hot deal baby it's the number one big ticket item that the folks are going crazy for <laughs> how are we doing boys have we eaten anything good lately oh i've eaten so too much lately <laughs> it's just it's, yeah it's not that it's been good it has been it's but been it's quantity been a lot which is good, good to do after you have fit into your wedding suit and then and then you can give up on <laughs> yeah. that yeah that's great just, yeah. just be like well so I'm wait, done. You, you have the suit <laughs> I have the suit. I, I and it fits. I was, uh, I'm gonna say probably the day that I went in, probably the thinnest I've been. It was under 200 pounds, and right. uh, just this past weekend we're definitely back up over 200. So that's not good. <laughs> but you have like a physical thing. Like you can constantly just try the suit on and know exactly what you need to do. It, in theory, yes. I feel like it would be bad if by the time we get to the wedding day, I have worn out the crotch from putting the suit on. Yeah, and the, off suit many just, times. the suit is just ratty, <laughs> and like covered in filth. It's just you keep putting it on morning and night to make right. sure it fits. And I insist like, on I'm doing. I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to eat nachos in it. <laughs> I keep doing it right after a workout, so it's just sweat stained and gross. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I I did eat at uh, Nathan's famous hot dog uh, emporium this this past weekend in Coney Island. Uh, and that the was original delicious. emporium. The original. It's great. We're, I love a Nathan's hot dog. Uh, it's it's sublime. That and the fries together, fantastic. We Amanda wanted to go on the cyclone at Coney Island, which oh uh, very nice. Is which is a a ride made in 1926. A year before sliced bread, and as far Shout as out I to can tell, Kumail t- Nanjiani. <laughs> yes, and as far as I can tell, they've done no maintenance on it since. Right. Yeah, it's. Um, uh, did you enjoy? Was it terrifying? It was. I, I, it was. It was. The first drop is very scary, and then the rest was fine. Uh, Your boys went to a Coney Island Cyclone game, and afterwards, Joe and his fiance were very keen on riding it, and we got there right as they were shutting it down. Yeah, that was a pretty big bummer. Um, right, but you, you, you've you rectified it. We went, we fixed it, it's all good now, uh, and that was great. How about you guys? Uh, I, too, have been just been eating just hellacious amounts of food. Nothing really of note, uh, just... Quantity, quantity over quality for sure. In the last week, uh, I was in the uh, Adirondack Mountains, and I ate a bunch of food up there as well. But nothing, again, I nothing that is like stand out. Did you sit in the chair? Yeah, there was a giant chair. I didn't sit. I didn't sit. I saw a giant Adirondack chair. Didn't sit in it. Chose not Mm, to. Wow. Was yeah. there a, was there a fun factor that you just weren't hitting? You you must be this fun to ride to ride the chair kind of thing. <laughs> Were you not feeling chill enough to sit in an Adirondack chair? I was, yeah. yeah, and I don't, yeah, I didn't want to look like a little baby because I'm a man, I'm right. a grown man, <laughs> I'm not a little baby. I don't, care, I don't care what anyone says, I'm not a little baby. <laughs> Cowards, you just look at that chair. Oh, sorry, you look at that chair, and you're like, I'm not a boy, and then you walk away. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man. I'm not a child. You're just flicking it off. This is a chair for a child. <laughs> you look at some some kid sits up and is getting a nice photo out with his parents. You point and just go, ha ha! Look at the little baby on a big look chair. At that stupid little baby sitting up there. 
Uh, Not me. Cowards never me. I just did, I just did push-ups in front of it. <laughs> Cowards, feel free to write in or uh, send us photoshops of James in a really big chair, like a little you better little, not. You fucking better not. In a really you better accompany big chair. that with your with your address because I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna beat then, you up because I'm again I am a man. <laughs> flip that and put a very small chair in James's mouth like he's eating a little chaise lounge. <laughs> yeah, make it one of those little things that you put on top of a pizza. <laughs> yeah, and then just to kind of round things out, bring it on home: a pizza topped with James's. And uh, back to you, Johnny. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I was in Banff National Park this weekend. Badass uh, motherfucking was, park. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they called it that. <laughs> uh, it's it is it's Banff B A N F F. It feels like sh- it should be an abbreviation for something. Yeah. Like that shouldn't be how words are spelled. It's not a regular word. That's a word for nobody. No. But uh, it was beautiful. I think it might be the most beautiful place I've ever been. And uh, in Canada, no less. Yeah, and it was nice that it was a little bit cool up there. I heard it was a little cooler here as well, but it was cool super cool up in the Adirondacks. I, I will say, Johnny, your trip looked amazing, but it did. It felt like your trip was bullying my trip because I, where I was was also absolutely stunning. But then seeing your photos, I was like, oh man, come on. Yeah, it, I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh, our friend Phil, who got married, uh, lives in Denver now, and uh, he said that which the is way nowhere that the Rockies, near Banff. No, but they're both the 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 Rockies in America versus like the Canadian Rockies where we are. Like it's laughable how it's just like it looks like how much they look like emoji mountains. versions of mountains. Yeah, they're just like they look like fictional mountains. It's so and the water is so blue. Everything is just like you look at it. Like I felt like a broken record just being like this is everything's crazy. Yeah, I uh, I two things. Uh, you guys can avoid uh, trip shaming. By simply going in and looking at Coney Island in the rain. It's real sad and gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, what do you think was more beautiful? Banff National Park or Coney Island? Or, or a really uncleaned, thousand-year-old amusement park uh, populated with crust punks and carnies. Which one sounds more fun to you? Uh, the water is glacial runoff, and it like develops this silt from the mountain that makes it look turquoise. It looks like a pool... That has like you know blue on the bottom, so that it looks like extra. Tur- it looks like that color of water. That's it was crazy. Similar to what it looks like at Coney Island. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for different Coney reasons. Island's water is also blue, but very yeah. different reasons is why that water is. Blue. It's if you're making a blue Hawaiian, if you're drinking a blue Hawaiian around Coney Island, it's that le- it's that level of shocking blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, it's we like did a blue Gatorade that... type yeah. level of blue. As we were hiking and look at the water, uh, my girlfriend did say it looks like a blue Hawaiian, and it really did. All right. Simpatico. Just a quick side note. Uh, The area was named Banff in 1884 by George Stephen, president of the Canadian Pacific Railway, recalling his birthplace near Banff, Scotland. So we're going to have to go back to Banff, Scotland to figure out what the hell they're doing. Uh, (laughs) And get this, the first sentence of the Wikipedia page, the origin of the name is uncertain. So for all we know, it's named after a burp, fart, or sneeze. (laughs) Yeah. Someone sneezed and this one guy was like, "What was that?" <laughs> so I said, "That's pretty good." I said, "Bamf." I don't know. Why I'm doing a London accent for Scotland. <laughs> uh, all that to say is, uh, at the rehearsal dinner, I had a very nice French onion soup. 
uh, some other people got, but I didn't. But I thought it was very interesting. It was it was a poutine, and it had bacon hanging over it, bacon and rosemary hanging over it, and it came with little scissors, and you'd chop off little pieces of bacon and rosemary that would fall on the fries, which was pretty cool. The guy who got it said that it was more annoying than anything else, but it was <laughs> like awesome. a fun presentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I had real poutine the night we left, uh, which was fantastic. The best poutine I'd ever had. With cheese curds? Had it. it was cheese curds, and it was a really good gravy. Uh, and it was, yeah, it was it was delicious. Wedding food was pretty good. I had a gnocchi for dinner. Um, gnocchi? Yeah, solid food. At a wedding. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. What were the other options at said wedding? Um, so they're, they're vegetarian, so every option was plant-based. There was a mushroom wellington that you could have gotten. There was uh, James is holding his thumbs more down like, for all our vegetarian. No, more like <laughs> holding both thumbs down for that. More like <laughs> more like mushroom unwellington. Pass. Yeah. Boom. Crushed. <laughs> what else, Johnny? Keep uh, going. What were the other options? I th- uh, that's what everyone at our table got. Were just those two things. There was definitely one more option. I just don't remember what it was. Chicken tartar. Hold the chicken. Just yeah. <laughs> so, just salt, lemon, and seasoning. <laughs> yeah, it was a plate of capers. Uh, there was an arancini for an app that everyone at our table got that was very good. Uh, I think you could have gotten shishito peppers as an app. You could have gotten a salad. Uh, there was, I think, a burrata option. No, noticeably, noticeably, yeah, noticeably, none of Canada's national dish, which is, dish, which is uh, cowardice and fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, dessert was shots of maple syrup. <laughs> nice. Uh, dessert, dessert was a, a peach cobbler. That was excellent. Um, have we noticed, have you guys noticed that we are currently living uh, in the golden age of burrata? Why is burrata <laughs> yeah. all really of a sudden yeah. is fucking everywhere? In the last year and a half through now, it's just, exp- it's fu- it's on every menu it's having, it's having a real I buffalo cauliflower circa three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought that Barada's moment was around three years ago into now. Like, it's definitely still strong, but I feel like Barada has been a staple for... Yeah, Barada loved COVID. I think, I think Barada <laughs> COVID is makes now Barada its, stronger. <laughs> I think it's at its peak right now because it's on more menus. It's on every menu I see. So even some non-Italian places. I'm like, what are right. they doing here? Why are right. you offering this? Yeah, you see, you see Barada at Buffalo Wild Wings. Just, you start to ask some yeah. questions. It's just sloppy. We need to go back to Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's, let's call it what it is, and, okay? And also, I do. I will say, I do like that they called it Beerada. I thought that was a nice, fun twist on it for Buffalo Wild Wings. To the uh, hey, it's Barada, <laughs> but beer. You know, I think that's fun. Yeah, we need to go back to beat ups. <laughs> We're way we really overdue. Do. Way. Yeah. Although way a overdue. global pandemic happens every time we go to beat ups. <laughs> that is true. I know. Based have on, I asked this before? Do you think our waiter from the last time is still alive? Do you think he made it through? I'd like to think so. I think he, he I was think so hope. kind. I think he died cresting a mountain of dead bodies on a surfboard. <laughs> uh, well, I, it is. Listen, the data points that we have for our trip to Buffalo Wild Wings are not great. They are not quite sufficient for us to draw many conclusions from, but it is not a great data point. No, it's not. Um, speaking of data, should we talk about Steven Universe? No. Keep going. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> so, so we've talked about Steven Universe before. We still know just as little. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I know less because I, I, I saw it come up and I went, have we done this before? We haven't done this before, have we? And now I'm remembering we have and I truly... 
couldn't recall a single thing about this show. I'll say this. I, uh, to that point, I, I saying Steven Universe felt weird. I was like, oh, we're doing that show Steve Universe. Uh, which I think is probably him when he grows up and, and puts aside childish cares. And it's a live action show about a man who's, whose passions are slowly fading away. Yeah, Steve Universe <laughs> is the regional manager of a of a mid level <laughs> insurance company. Steven uh-huh. Universe calls like what I would call a show that was actually called like Stevie's World. That I thought I was being funny by being like Steven Universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like when a friend of mine who always calls Papa John's father Jonathan's. Well, this is insane. It's created by someone named Rebecca Sugar. This can't be real. Mm-hmm. False. <laughs> not, <laughs> not allowed. Becky Shugs made a world called Stevie's World. Yeah. If your name's Rebecca Sugar and you make a show called Steven Universe, we have to talk. It has to stop. <laughs> I'm sending the FBI right now. <laughs> stand back and stand by while we figure this out. <laughs> I do know that bagels are a big part of it because he, the last time we did Steven Universe, we made breakfast sandwiches. And that was a fun episode. That was a good... I love a breakfast sandwich. Uh, both episodes spend, spend a long time making bagels, though. Yeah. It's a very bagel-intensive episode. Mm-hmm. I love the progression. Uh, well, first of all, James, this was an episode very much for James because it had bagels, it had a, a dough, a long process, and sous vide. So what an episode. Yeah, Truly, it was like he, he heard all my complaints. It was like, well, fuck you, motherfucker. These are all going in one episode. But He really let you have it. He let just specifically you really fucking have it. So he makes uh, a pizza bagel that had cream cheese under it, and he made French fries that had ketchup uh, inserted into it. So it was an interesting premise. Uh, it was a long time making bagels. My favorite part of him making bagels was the slow progression of James coming to grips with that these looked like good bagels. <laughs> no, okay. First off, he eventually got there with good bagels. The first batch he makes looked like the worst. They didn't look like bagels. They weren't bagels, as Joe said. They were he, just rolls. There was no hole yeah, but in the he middle. Was taking, was nothing. He was taking them out of the oven to flip halfway, and they looked spot splotchy. And that's when James first says they looked terrible. I don't think those are the same bagels. I think you were bamboozled. No, yeah, they were. 100%. Disagree. He was showing them come out of the oven halfway. He flipped them, and then they came out all golden brown. That's 100% what happened. I don't think they are not the same bagels. You think he cheated? I think he had better bagels. He was like, okay, these ones didn't work. I'm going to do the other one. He only showed four in the original one, and he had like eight or nine ready to go. And I think he had better ones in the second batch. And use those. I, they did I look don't good. think so. The I'm second rewatching. Batch great. I, I think you're completely wrong. There's some like hard to... cuts. <laughs> you think he did some editing trickery on us? No, James. I think everything that happens on the, the internet is batch. real. All right, look. Can I? Can, can, we, can we talk about pizza bagels? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Let's. I feel like this is going nowhere, and I feel like the podcast's fabric is ripping before my eyes, and I just want us all is this to get along. Be- is this because of that thing I said earlier about the editing? <laughs> yes. Uh, I take umbrage with Pizza Bagel's uh, uh, jingle that we all know and love, because I thought you could eat pizza anytime before it was on a bagel. Thoughts? <laughs> I approve. I think you're right. <laughs> Great. James? I love a pizza bag. I, I think a pizza I'm sorry. Bag I was delightful. still investigating. I'm 100% right on this. We'll, we'll settle it after the fight. <laughs> um, I, I, I just don't know where it is. Sorry. Say that again, Joe. I apologize. 
No, I was just doing a honestly A plus bit about the Bagel Bites jingle, but uh, we can move on. Johnny asked a question. I yes ended it, and then we moved on. Yeah, bitch. Um, I love Bagel Bites. Uh, pizza bagels, as in using full bagels, uh, always felt like a waste of a bagel to me. Um, yeah. But I also never grew up with like truly trash bagels around. So maybe if you have bad bagels, that's like a good deployment of them. Oh, but so was... it functions more just like a bread. Yeah. I was always, yeah. Because <laughs> right. I do think the texture of a good bagel is hard to eat in the pizza bagel form. Yes. But I still think it's delicious. Oh, don't get me wrong. I would crush a pizza bagel. But I've they were like making – my pizza bagel experience was almost always just – Bagel bites. I would never right. like make them at home. Oh, a, a, a bagel bite is a delight. And Wonderful. This feels like a moment to resurface uh, James the bagel bite draft. Yes, truly the most exhilarating thing you could possibly do is having buying a box of forty bagel bites to split between you and two of your friends, and going through and drafting your bagel bites. You have to draft them. You have to draft them frozen because that's the that's the combine. Yeah. That's where you make your decisions, and then you sure. see how they develop in the oven. And some, listen, sometimes there's busts. Sometimes yeah. there's there's ones who, who really, yeah, they they really uh, come to the fore in the heat of of the fire, and it's got it's truly the most fun you could possibly have. And w- was this a traditional draft or an auction draft? <laughs> it was a. It's called. It was a, tradi- it was a traditional draft. And uh, Johnny, just a quick note: they're called salary cap drafts now, on a kind of auction, makes it sound like you're buying and selling people, which mm. is not great. Which you kind uh, of are, but, but but semantics but, make it better. But for fun, you know what you know what else you know what else make it sound like you're buying and selling people what? when you study the business model of the NFL. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you mean how they get all their unpaid labor from the ranks below? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Just a quick side note. Uh, I don't think I think it should just be uh, volunteers for the bagel bite war. Shouldn't have to do a draft. Keep going. Uh, I think. Well, is it a serpentine draft? <laughs> It is yeah, a serpentine draft. Okay. Okay, great. Uh, that's fun. I think we should do that sometime. That could be a fun pizza Sunday. Oh, that would hell be a, yeah. A wonderful part of a pizza Sunday. We're going to have to do it. Great. 100%. Um, yeah, that sounds like a real nice idea. Uh, yeah, a, a pizza bagel, I think, is good. I remember I ate a lot of pizza bagels growing up, but it was in Northern Virginia. I think the bagels were okay. In retrospect, there was a place called Chesapeake Bagel, Chesapeake Bay Bagel Company. Uh, and I would Terrible think of it name. as pretty good, but they also, I don't think, are any longer in business. And I'd be curious to see if I think they hold up. Yeah, because they didn't call machine. themselves Chesapeake Bagel right there. It's right there. I think, they, I think it right might there. have been, actually. I'm furious if that. that's not what they did. Um, Let me look it we, up. See if it's we were less of a Bagel Bites family, more of a um, uh, pizza, like a, a pizza roll. Totino's family. Pizza Rolls? Yeah. Oh, they're still in business. It's called Chesapeake Bagel Bakery. Nope. Uh, they have three locations in Virginia. That's two. That's two at six... chances at, at making wordplay with bay with bay, and they're not doing it. Yep. Chesapeake Bagel Bakery. It could be wordplay. Yeah, but they didn't. I've looked but, it up now, they and they've not they, spelled uh, it properly. Is bagel spelled B A Y and bakery no. spelled B? Come on now. <laughs> nah, it's spelled normal. Uh, if you live in the Northern Virginia area, uh, this is mainly to my mother. It appears. Uh, <laughs> Let me know if those bagels are still good. <laughs> Here's a question. Um, have Did they ever, because I know uh, you mid-Atlantic people put Old Bay on everything, 
would an old bay bagel work? James, you mean it's an called old, an old bagel. bagel. An, old, <laughs> an bagel. old bagel. Okay. I'm sorry. It was hoisted well, by my own. You, you, whenever I'd go in there and I'd ask for an old bagel, they would just give me this rock that had been sitting there for a month. <laughs> our old bay bagel, a.k.a. the old bagel, is our worst seller. <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is just a stale sesame seed bagel. from And it from is difficulty. <laughs> If you come in and think we're doing wordplay, we are, but not the way that you think. <laughs> um, I don't think this place had any affiliation with like uh, Blue Crab, so no, there was no, there was no Old Bay. But I do remember getting them and enjoying them. I remember my butter, my brother. Oh boy, words are hard. My brother <laughs> once got a pizza bagel on a set on a uh, uh, cinnamon raisin bagel. Bad. And I'm like, oh boy, no, yeah. no, that's illegal. I can, I can, I support a. Uh, Bacon, egg, and cheese on a cinnamon raisin, but a bagel is that's a bridge too far. Oh, it's I don't even support far. that. Yeah, I mean, I get the concept of like the salty sweet, but I still don't think I'd like it. Not so much the egg, but like for my for my patented just meat and cheese egg? sandwich, it's wonderful. It's great. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an inside joke from Joe's bachelor party. Did you all get it? <laughs> yeah. When I shouted egg there? just now, did you guys all like that? Did you guys understand? <laughs> was that good for you? <laughs> Were you guys also there in the backyard where there were only 16 of us? Yeah. <laughs> were you? Um, <laughs> right in and tell Email us. us. Yeah. Tell me. All right. So the first thing he makes, uh, he makes these bagels, spends a long time on it. They look like good bagels. He puts a cream cheese. First of all, he rips out a little bit of the inside so that the cream cheese can fit under it. A lot of thumbs down happening coward's on the podcast. Move. It's a coward's move. Scooping he a bagel. To, to, he wanted it to be a little bit uh, look like a pizza bagel, so he decided to hide the cream cheese a little bit where the bread would be. But as we've all said, you're getting rid of some some good stuff. Uh, then he puts down a tomato sauce and some uh, mozzarella cheese, and he made it try to look very much like the show, which, yeah. as a result, looked like not enough cheese. We all agreed upon. Yes, it was. It was. He basically just backtracking just a touch. The bagels he made looked like uh, delicious buttholes. He then. I think I think I would have I would take less umbrage with scooping a bagel if I knew that the scooped assets in the bagel were going towards something. If there were if there is some sort of next step for them to take, sure. But ostensibly, you're just wasting good bagel. He was going to plant them. <laughs> yeah, right. If you plant those bits of bagel, you can grow your very own bagel's tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess it'd be a bagel bush. It's a vine. Uh, it grows. It's like grapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a common misconception. I heard it through the bagel vibe. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No? No one's going to say anything? You're going to let me sit in that? Thank you. Really needed that. You're welcome. Uh, uh, and then I, looked this the, was... then I looked to the side where there were no footprints because my friends had not followed me into the bed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was something interesting about uh, the classic Babish method of how realistic are you to the show? Because he made the cheese look exactly like it did in the cartoon, but as a result was not enough cheese. He then kind of does fix it. He made more traditional bagel bites with smaller bagels and more cheese. And that looked like yeah. the version of, okay, we've gotten it right now. It, it felt like um, like it, it, he, he took one half step back from like what would be a quintessential Babish episode where he just like, he did the kind of better version in real time while making the, yeah, like, right. the lookalike version. Um, ultimately, yeah, I, I would go to town on this, but for a little more cheese on top. Mm-hmm. Right. 
The other thing that he makes is the most decadent-looking French fries I've ever seen. He makes Heston Blumenthal's version of French fries, which required him to sous vide the fries in a solution of glucose, water, uh, barley malt. What else was in it? No, uh, barley malt was for the bagels, I believe. I think so, but he put something else there I besides glucose and water. Was, it was the yeah. it was yeah, it was like the glucose and um, oh crap. There was one was other it. thing it in like, it. Besides oh, and baking powder to lower the. Yeah, pH. you're right. Baking powder. Yep, that's right. Yep, and then he uh, sous vides them, which James loved every second of. Yeah, it was great. It was totally Big awesome. Uh, then he froze them, and then he fried them once in peanut oil, and then he took out the most amount of duck fat I've ever seen in my life and fried them in duck fat. Is Truly duck obscene. fat as expensive as I think it is? Uh, that One of those containers uh, is like 7 bucks. Yeah. So he spent like $30 on just duck fat. I think it was really bad. I think it was like I think it was like five containers. Just, I think it was way. Uh, just real quick, I'm I'm looking up uh, Heston so, Blumenthal now. Uh, my yeah. man is weird looking, and I do not like it. Let's keep going. <laughs> he has weird glasses, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm looking at the thing. There's one, two, three. There's at least five containers of duck fat in this. How but much I don't does know. Duck it doesn't matter. Cost? Uh, I when I bought I bought it for Christmas a couple years ago. When we had uh, pandemic Christmas and we were stuck here, and I went all out and made duck fat uh, like potatoes. Uh, I also went to that store, and, and the other things that were on my uh, little shopping list was some truffle butter, nice, uh, some Emmentaler cheese that we were gonna make uh, a uh, you know what's the, you know the you know cheese who's, that's melted. Who's Emmentaler? Emmentaler oh. was a running back for the Dallas <laughs> Cowboys. <laughs> You're talking about fondue. Uh, fondue. Too. Yeah, that's right. Fondue. So I just like it was like I brought a basket full of gout up to the front desk. It is uh <laughs> I mean duck fat does look like something that I would mistake for butter and then make a very a spoonful of mistake over. I don't you know I, mean? I think you would enjoy that spoonful. I think it would be pretty delicious. Oh, yeah, I would enjoy it. I don't it. think it would be a mistake so much as a happy accident. I, I would enjoy it, but the guys who have to work the valves in my heart might quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining that the guys from the bottom of Titanic that some of them got. I, Johnny, yeah. I literally had the exact same image in my head. Is that those guys <laughs> just been like, "Fuck, more coal, we gotta get more coal." <laughs> yeah. uh, the spoons just... of duck fat is his Titanic. <laughs> duck fat, dead ahead. <laughs> um, I love it so much. But yeah, those lo- they looked insane, and then he he. Um, he double fried him. He he did some sort of in vitro type deal with the ketchup. Yeah, he injected them with yeah. ketchup uh, from a machine that I looked like I would enjoy it very much. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. They definitely like gave him Doctor Johnny's kitchen kit or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> uncomfortable to look at. Doctor Johnny's new kitchen utensils of horror. <laughs> yep. I saw this. I'm like, this pleases me. <laughs> yeah, Johnny tented his fingers and got real quiet and intense <laughs> when he was injecting. Yeah, yeah, I the- turned into I turned into Mr. Burns real quick. <laughs> it looked very. These looked like great fries that were stuffed with ketchup. I was very intrigued. I would eat them. I would not go to the effort that he made to make them. No, but yeah, this was like hours of work for like what, like 25 fries. It was not yeah. that many fries because <laughs> they were fries. huge. So yeah. And then by the end of it, he was uh, dancing to Walking on Broken Glass by Annie Lennox. He was. That's true. Which I think would be a right, great time for us to now drop that song in and pay for the rights. Johnny, take it away. 
<laughs> All right, I got you. <laughs> I just put in. I just put in a soundbite of what your salary is. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can put it. You can put in a soundbite of me singing here. Uh, nope, never mind. Not gonna do that. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any other thoughts on the episode? I enjoyed this one. I thought it was good. It was pretty good. Aside from uh, all the shit I hate, it was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except, except for the exact premise being everything I hate. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How was that new Jurassic Park movie? I mean, it fucking sucked, but I had a good time. I had a good time. I know. Yeah, dinosaurs. Uh, one last fun fact: uh, the Bagel Bites jingle was performed in a web video for Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, which he and Meatloaf do a rock opera style remake of the jingle titled Ode to Bagel Bites. Just a fun fact I thought I'd sprinkle in here. That's so fun. <laughs> you see fun. people making chicken cooked in NyQuil on TikTok? Yeah, and I'm here to say it's crazy. gets the Joe Strick seal of approval. Do it. Do it right, often. Cool. Do it for your friends. <laughs> uh, if you're a lawyer and listening to me say that, I'm joking. Comedy. Uh, um, should we correspond with the coward? Let's do it. Let's uh, do it. This next one comes to us from Rebecca Sugar. She wrote in. No, just kidding. <laughs> She's already writing in. Uh, this one comes to us from uh, another John. Different John than the one we have, but our John. It's too many written Johns. to us before. Uh, it is titled, My SSN is dot, dot, dot. And then I'll be honest, guys, the disappointing thing, his social security's number is not contained in this. Oh, he didn't actually do it. It's a Damn big it. problem. But... Hmm. He says, hi, boys. Greetings from the other side. I hate that I'm like this, but I don't know how to stop. C-sharp is not a B. B-sharp is a C. Now, apparently, in some <laughs> recent episode, or even far-flung episode of this podcast, someone here who claimed to have taken piano lessons for eight years made a claim that a C-sharp is a B, uh, when actually a B-sharp is a C. So, John, thanks for the correction. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I have gone on the record here to say that my musical knowledge couldn't be worse. Yeah. Um, anyway, John continues, who the F cares enough to write into a podcast that tens of people listen to? <laughs> John, it's dozens, you fucking coward. Uh, <laughs> what is your go-to meal for when you have no time for yourself? I'm finding having a little one at seven months old leaves us with no time. Or we have to move about like ninjas so as not to wake the sleeping baby. Now I have to go inside. I see she's waiting for me. Cheers, boys. John. P.S. John, how much do you make? Now, I'd like to, <laughs> I'd like to start with that P.S., John, and toss it over to you to respond. Um, when I don't have time, what I usually do is just order boxes and boxes of caviar. <laughs> okay, so I feel like that answers both questions. That's kind of nice. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, I, I um I make beep <laughs> amount of money. Perfect. That many dollars. What that is way I saved myself some time in post. Do you have a uh, <laughs> nice? It's all about working smarter, not harder. Uh, That's right. Do you have a go-to meal for when you have no time for yourself? Uh, I've been buying these Trader Joe's. Uh, uh, oh man, what are they? They are. If they're uh, Italian, they're Trader Giotto, and if they're something else, no. then they're they're increasingly racist. They're they're Mexican. Uh, why can't I remember Trader what they're Jose? They're, uh, you know, corn husk things. Why can't I remember Tamales. what they're called? Tamales. Thank you. My God. Tamales are phenomenal. I've been buying Trader Joe's tamales, and they cook up real quick, and I've been enjoying them a lot. So that's kind of been my go-to. We don't have any food in the house, but we always keep some in the freezer. Uh, real quick, real good. That is my answer. Is there anything, not that that's not sufficient, is there anything that's not like a pre-bought store thing or pre-made store-bought thing? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, a, a, a slightly easier answer, and this is also goes to, we always have pasta in the cabinet and always some Rayo sauce. So I'll do some pasta and Rayo sauce. That's like a go-to. Yep. I don't have any time. Uh, yep. It's tricky because the more you go away from like pre-made stuff, the more time it takes, and then I think it doesn't really qualify. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a pasta uh, and a Rayo. Rayo's, I think, is the best jarred sauce. I think it's delicious. Rayo's is, very Rayo's very is good. really, really good. However, we just discovered Wegmans jarred sauce and Wegmans. Oh, I've never uh, had a Wegmans tomato sauce. basil. I believe it's their tomato basil kind. Honestly, phenomenal. Because every, wow. every we we usually plus up every sauce, every jarred sauce with like red wine and and um, other spices and stuff to make it better tasting. Right. Sure. Wegmans is the first sauce that Olivia and I were like, oh, this doesn't need anything. Like this is just good wow. to go. Yeah, interesting. It's really good. I'll let you know what the actual flavor because I think it comes in a few different flavors. Um, my go-to, no time for myself, uh, is always ramen. It's just ramen, cut yeah, like that's because it cooks up so quick. You just need yeah. a little bit of what, like anything that takes time is just the boiling water, and you can set that to like on the thing and do other stuff while it's like getting to a boil. Um, always ramen. That's the easiest, but also now. I discovered uh, David Chang has like momofuku noodles out now that are absolutely delicious. Um, oh really yeah, good. I've seen these. I've been wanting to try. They're good. They're really good. The um, the oh, it's like soy and chive. I think is the one flavor or soy and mm. uh, it's that one is the it comes in the black packaging. They're what, really they're, freaking good. They're what kind of noodles? They're like ramen noodles, but you don't eat them. They come with like a sauce packet that you gotcha. like mix. They're Tight. that's really really good. That rules. Um, so that's always like yeah, like ramen noodles are always my go to. Like I have no time. I'm just gonna make uh, a bunch of noodles for myself and be yeah yeah fat and happy. It's a great answer. I like that. I at a different point in my life, this answer would have been easily spaghettios or corn dogs. Uh, two things that I ate with alarming frequency in my youth. Um, lately. I don't know. Is leftovers an answer? Just like eating. No, you can't be leftovers. leftovers. Is not an answer. Not that an answer you because that had implies that you had time pr- previously. Sure, right. sure, sure, sure. Uh, and I can't say like food that someone else uh, got me. <laughs> I'm no, just no, 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 no. <laughs> Um Well, shit. I don't know. I feel like it's just anything I can pop into the air fryer. Like something similar to Johnny. Like, like you know fish sticks or chicken fingers or fries or whatever just some easy shit like that that i can all throw in and yep. be done in mm-hmm. f- five ten minutes nice i like seeing uh how much uh, distress this question caused you <laughs> it really did throw me for a loop i feel my heart rate like skyrocketing even still thinking about having to <laughs> when the we, moment when we before, said no left when we said no leftovers you're like oh no all i studied was leftovers <laughs> <laughs> I, I did i studied leftovers it's not even to be on the test <laughs> oh you yo <laughs> Get this. I was at a restaurant this weekend, and they had a cordon bleu sandwich, and there was no ham on the cordon. It was like chicken cordon bleu, and it was just grilled chicken with cheese and lettuce and tomato. And I was like, this is not a cordon bleu. How dare you call That's this? false advertising. Yeah, how dare you even attempt to call this a cordon bleu? I'm just figuring. Did you give them zero stars? I'm finding out right now that cordon bleu, in addition to being like a place that is important, is also like a chicken dish. <laughs> you have, you've never had chicken cordon bleu? No. Joe, you, would, you would lose your shit over chicken cordon I'm bleu. seeing pictures of it, and I'm losing my shit currently. I wish I had said this yeah, instead of it leftovers. It seems like a dish that was made for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it really does. This is a big problem for me. 
<laughs> this is gonna really change right, my life, guys. <laughs> fine. Okay, we have Cordon Bleu Tuesdays <laughs> to match with Pizza Sundays. Pizza Sundays, you Cordon Bleu Tuesdays. Tuesday, but have yeah. you ever had Cordon Bleu Tuesdays? We're gonna we're gonna do the weirdest slate of like dedicated food days, like yeah. Pizza Sundays, Cordon Bleu Tuesdays, Pudding Fridays. And guys, we are not gonna have we're not gonna have a good recovery Saturday after Pudding Friday. I'm gonna be honest right now. It's gonna be bad. Cordon, it's Cordon purge, Blues it's Day. Purge Saturday. It's the pudding, <laughs> pudding Friday always leads to Purge Saturday, where you just shit your pants. You just <laughs> splat it all out of either yeah, end, and then you're empty and ready to go for Pizza Sunday. Start it all up again. Oh, did you guys have a good Purge Saturday? Oh my God, <laughs> pudding really cleared me out. I want to make sure you heard me say Cordon Blues Day. <laughs> Damn it, Johnny. That's you know what. They're both standing for me. They're both applauding. Everything's good. James, end the podcast. We're shaking the chain, baby. Guys! Okay, just levels on that. If you like Court on Blues Day. <laughs> and Rebecca Sugar. <laughs> Rebecca Sugar. Uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, give us that five-star review if you want to follow us for more content. We are at Gabby Babbage Twitter. We're Gabby Babbage on Instagram. If you want to send us uh, emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, corrections for uh, misplaced musical notes, uh, send those to Gabby Babbage at gmail.com. For the record, I think okay, Rebecca bye. Sugar's fine. Bye.